Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. We do a lot of interviews with EDM artists, pop artists, rappers, and people in the industry, letting you know what they do behind the scenes. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter through the handle Sidewalk Talk Show. Hope you guys enjoy. Hi, this is Lauren Engel. Today I'm here with Nina Nesbitt. Hi. <laughs> so you were born in Livingston in Scotland? I was. Yeah. That's very good research. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Are your parents... Oh, no, your mom's actually Swedish, right? Mum's Swedish, yeah. dad's Scottish. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How do you describe, like, Livingston's, like, a small... Uh, Livingston's, like, a small town. Yeah. Um, when I first lived there, there was pretty much nothing there except from suburban housing. Yeah. Sort of cul-de-sacs. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it kind of grew... But I moved to a place called Balerno. Okay. That's kind of where I say I'm from because I moved there when I was 12 and did all my, like, growing up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's a small village outside Edinburgh. Yeah. So I'm basically just from a small place <laughs> that none of you have heard of. It's very beautiful. <laughs> but it's interesting because your parents, neither of your parents are really creative, right? No. Yeah, like your mum's a childcare. <laughs> my mum worked in childcare. My dad... I still actually don't know what he did. It was something in an office with like, electronics. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, very normal jobs. Mm-hmm. What kind of music were they playing in the house when you were growing up? Um, pretty much chart music, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. And then my mum loved pop music, so she oh. loved like ABBA, yeah. being Swedish. Um, yeah. She loves Mariah, Whitney. Christina, Brittany, like all the pop divas mm-hmm. and then just like whatever was on the radio we'd always have the radio on in the kitchen so I feel like that's why I have like quite like a pop sensibility mm-hmm. um, and then my dad listened to like Roxy music, more alternative stuff, I was never really influenced by that I don't think um, but yeah, mm-hmm. and pop, basically Yeah, growing up you were doing a lot of gymnastics right? Yeah, so mm-hmm. I was a rhythmic gymnast yeah. was at school. At what age was this? Because you were competing in it. Yeah. yeah, so I was in the Scottish team. I would train like four times a week, every oh, weekend. So cool. I loved it. Yeah. Um, I think it gave me like a good idea of like hard work at a young mm. age. And I kind of moved that into music. Yeah. And what age did you like start to think that you could like sing and like... Um, <laughs> still don't know if I can sing. Oh my god, no! Um, no, I was I was 15, I picked up a guitar. I'd had a piano, well, a keyboard thingy in my house from the age of 10. So I was writing songs from about 10, but they were, like, really bad. Mm-hmm. And then I started properly writing about 15. You are also writing some, like, stories, right? Yes, yeah, so I started off writing short stories and poems. Um, and then started putting into music at about 10. How would you describe your personality back then growing up? Uh, really shy and mm-hmm. introverted. Yeah. And that's why I started a YouTube channel because I didn't want anyone to see me sing in person. <laughs> Apart from once a year at the school talent show. <laughs> <laughs> and you started doing more music when it was switching from MySpace to Facebook. Yeah, I never yeah. Ha- actually like had covers. MySpace. I was just yeah. at the end of that. So I started a YouTube channel and then through that, I started developing a fan base. Yeah, do you know how people find you originally? Because they weren't your classmates then, I guess. Yeah, well, some of them found me at school. Um, but it was just people on the internet, really. Mm-hmm. Like, other young girls like me and guys that liked kind of acoustic music. That's yeah. how I started off. 
Did you realize at a young age that you could make music your career? No, mm -hmm. not at all really. Yeah. Um, I thought I was going to maybe do psychology or criminology. Oh, okay. I was really interested in that. Yeah. Um, I also was interested in music, obviously, going to like university for that or something. But I kind of just wanted to get out there and do it. I went to music, well, I went to college. I basically didn't really like school, so I left. <laughs> went to college where there was like a music course. Oh, okay. Um, it wasn't like a music college, but it just it was a college yeah. with a music course. And I left after three months because I thought I'd rather just be out there doing it. And mm -hmm. I feel like music, you don't always need a degree. It's more about like who you know and I don't know, like your actual experience. So I decided to quit. Yeah. And how? Like, how far on were you in your career when Island found you? Um, really early. Yeah. I I'd released two EPs, and I was on the radio in the UK, on the BBC radio. That's crazy, and you did that and all yourself to get yeah, to BBC? Just independently. Wow. And then I signed off the back of that, and then that was that. Yeah. How, how did you realise all this at a young age? Did you have any mentors? Because there were people around you doing music, not really, right? Not really, yeah, just the internet, so cool. it was a little wow. community. Yeah. There's a few other girls doing it as well and I think we always used to sort of, I don't know, look at what each other were doing and mm -hmm. support each other. Um, and yeah, I think it just sort of grew naturally and I was lucky to go on tour with other artists as well, which I think really helped sort of broaden the fan base. Mm -hmm. What did your parents think of you doing music initially? Um, yeah, they were really supportive. I was kind of a kid, so mm -hmm. I think they thought it was just sort of like a little hobby or something I would do for a few years. Um, and then I'm still doing it, so they're just kind of like, oh, oh well then, <laughs> I guess that's what you do. <laughs> so yeah, my mum's been so supportive. Um, my dad was kind of like, have a bit of fun, <laughs> see how it goes. He's like me, he's like the pessimistic Scottish person. <laughs> Like really cynical yeah um and then yeah now he's just like oh like fair play yeah <laughs> you've still not had to go back to mm -hmm. working in river island yeah shop. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then yeah for island you said previously that they were like shelving you and how mm -hmm. at, at what age were you when that ha was happening um i think it was about 19 mm -hmm. um i'd put out an album and then they re-signed me, made another album for two years, and then they dropped me. And I was like, okay, <laughs> what do I do now? Yeah. So that was really hard. And then decided to be a songwriter for other artists and just do that. Um, and I had a great publisher. So, yeah, I just did that for a bit. Mm -hmm. and then, it was also a difficult time for you, right? Yeah, it was really shitty. Um, I just didn't know, like, what I was doing. Like what my future held yeah because I, I kind of thought like oh that was it like you only sort of get one shot mm. um and I was happy to just write songs really for other people after that after I kind of got over it yeah <laughs> and um yeah and then that sort of somehow turned into me singing the songs again yeah was there a specific turning point for that that you were like okay let me focus back on my artist career I'm and then getting the confidence to do it like um, individually yeah. a lot of labels started being like oh like have you thought about being an artist and other writers and producers and stuff sort of encouraged me to give it a go and I think like like in 
Shakira as well. I was like, I kind of want to be the one singing them. Mm -hmm. And I would go home late at night and I decided to just start like a passion project from my bedroom studio. I would just make music that I loved. So songs like Sacred, The Moments Are Missing, um, The Sun Will Come Up, The Seasons Will Change, songs like that that I wrote alone in my bedroom. I just wrote them for like the love of writing. And then through that, I just I had a lot of interest in those songs um, with labels and writers and all that. And I thought, oh, why not? I'll just put them out. Yeah. <laughs> How old were you when the Ed Sheeran like, tour and meeting him happened? Uh, I was 17. Oh, yeah, it was so it was before ago. everything. Yeah. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah, it's quite a weird time in my life. <laughs> <laughs> and do you still have the same... Like, like team as before or have you had a new team since your own I've independent had, project yeah well I've had a new team since before I signed to the label mm-hmm. everything happened so quickly for me that was such a weird time in my life I was like on the radio and it's kind of still like at, well not at school but I should have still been at school <laughs> it was all like very strange um, and I met this woman called Vicky who's still my manager today and she sort of picked up pieces and was like right um and yeah it's been great I've, I've pretty much had the same team I've got a lot of females on my team oh, nice. which is nice because I feel like I can relate to them yeah and Vicky's sort of been in the industry for a very long time and she kind of gets what it is to be an artist so yeah that was really good how did you meet Black Bear um I've actually only met him once um, at his gig in Denver mm-hmm. went to see him at Red Rocks because I had a day off um, but I've been a fan of his music for a while and I love the mansion stuff as well yeah so good um, I originally found him because I, I really like Mike Posner and then I checked out Mansions and then I checked out Black Bear and, that, <laughs> and I was like oh like he's really big here over in America um, and yeah I've just been a fan for a while and, and then he heard my song The Best You Had and started like putting it in his Insta stories and tweeting the lyrics. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, how lovely. <laughs> so, yeah. How about your song with Sasha Sloan and Charlotte Lawrence? Yeah, that was really cool. That was the first ever collaboration that Spotify put together and released, mm-hmm. which was, like, really cool to be part of. Charlotte's coming down tonight. And oh, nice. Me, oh, cool. Um, they're just really fun girls. I think we're all so different as well. Mm-hmm. But, like, we're really different as people. Like, Charlotte's, like, grown up here in L.A. So fun, like, so enthusiastic. Mm-hmm. Sasha's, like, super chilled out from <laughs> yeah, Boston. Yeah, she is. Like, I interviewed of, her. She's like, awesome. really sarky. Kind of yeah. similar to me, but... And then I'm, like, this Scottish, like, village girl here, and I'm, like, where am I? Um, and, yeah, I think it's, um, it's like, a really cool mix because I think we're all quite similar musically, mm-hmm. but as people, we're all so different, but we all get along really well, so... Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. And what were your main inspirations for The Sun Will Come Up Between Still Chain? The album? Yeah. Um, so many different things. For me, it was just like writing an open diary of being in your early 20s and all the weird and wonderful things that you mm-hmm. experience. I love it so much, though. Oh, like, yeah. relate to so much. I mean, it definitely was a yeah. bit of a weird time. Um, so, yeah, there's songs about my relationships that I've had, friendships... There's a song about my friend having a baby, um, who's the same age as me. Mm-hmm. She had a baby at like 21, 22. And then that for me was like, oh my God, like that was just such a big yeah, deal in our imagine? lives, like in our yeah. friend group. And just like all these things, it was like taking you from 
adolescence into adulthood. Yeah. And like trying to document that. Um, but yeah, musically, I would say anyone that's told their own story through their music really inspired me. So Alanis Morissette, Jagged Little Pill, that one really inspired, inspired the best you had. Um, a lot of 90s, noughties R&B, pop, <laughs> Destiny's Child, TLC, um, Lauren Hill, sort of inspired Loyal to Me, Love Letter, that sort of mm. style. And then loads of other artists, like so many different genres. J. Cole, For Your Eyes Only album, he has a song called She's Mine Part 2. And that inspired my song Chloe on the album, mm -hmm. which no one would ever guess because it's so different. <laughs> but I just liked how he was talking about like actual relevant life things, relatable life things. Mm -hmm. Not like, oh, look at how much money I've got. It's just like him talking about his kid and... I was like, I like, I like that, that's really cool yeah. that you're able to put that into music. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, just so many different people, really, that I've mm -hmm. been inspired by. How would you say your music has changed compared to the early songs you made? Um, I think it's just matured, really. I think a lot of people are like, oh, you've changed so much, but it's like, I was 16, 17 when I wrote the first bunch of songs, yeah. and I was like 21, 22 when I wrote these, so I think just naturally you do grow up a lot. Mm -hmm. Especially as a woman, like it's a very, like very different sort of age. Um, so yeah, I think it's just matured really, and I think I've worked out like what I like doing mm -hmm. as well, and what I'm good at and what I'm not so good at. Um, yeah. What would you say have been your biggest challenges so far in life? Um, uh, probably confidence because mm. I feel like I'm very shy very introverted naturally and in this industry like you only get five minutes with people sometimes mm -hmm. and like it takes me about five years to get to know someone <laughs> so like just having to be able to like not turn it on but like be myself within like five minutes of meeting someone is quite hard so mm -hmm. that's probably the biggest challenge for me yeah what does love mean to you um, lots of different things mm -hmm. say in a relationship it should be someone that makes you feel good about yourself Yeah, I think so often we can confuse love with like something that should hurt and make us feel crazy and all those things and I've discovered that that's lust mm -hmm. and love is something that is a slow burn and lasts over a long period of time um, and my parents are, they have been married for like so many years and I think I'm really lucky to have had that example yeah, so I can really. kind of look at that and be like okay so that's really helped um, friendship should be someone that you can be honest with I think yeah I think love is someone that you can be yourself with be honest with mm -hmm. and yeah not not make you feel shit yeah. <laughs> last question what do you want to be remembered for? Um, hmm. Let's go. <laughs> um, I'd like to be remembered for my stories and making mm. people feel something when they listen to my music. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no, I love I'll be that. dead, I don't know. <laughs> I won't know. Yeah, it's just awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks. <laughs> Bye. Bye.